I'm Gary Bard, founder and editor-in-chief of today's Caregiver Magazine and Caregiver.com, and your host for our weekly caregiving podcast series. In this podcast, we will introduce you to many of the leading caregiving thought leaders, authors, experts, and even caregivers with famous faces who have graced the covers of our magazine. Michael Eb Kunis, it's such a pleasure to talk with you today. You're a product manager at Stanley Healthcare. We all know the name Stanley. Stanley's been such a trusted name for families for generations. So when I heard about Priya, I became extremely interested. It's very important to know who to trust and who has our our best interest and and what names really resonate with us. Please tell me what Priya is, what it aims to solve for the typical family caregiver and for the loved one that they care for. One thing I think you bring up that's important is is who we are and and why we're here and and that's surrounding our brand. And Black & Decker's been around for 110 years, our Stanley Black & Decker has been a trusted household brand for 176. Priya was designed to be another tool for caregivers as well as the end users. And we wanted to make sure that the product that we're delivering is solving for both of those needs. And that could be the communication from a caregiver inside of the home when they can't be, but also the right information when the end user needs it. Uh, about their health and wellness, and that's where Priya comes into play. But we wanted to differentiate the way Priya was developed. So it's not just a medication adherence device that gives you your medications. We also tie in some social factors to it, which is why the device itself has a personality. So Priya is the name of it. We designed it with the personality around health and wellness. So you're asking it more about what your plan is for the day, with medications, when you need to take them, what you need to take them with, uh, as well as getting that information and insights from the device to the family caregivers. And those family caregivers are any uh, individuals that the end users invite into their care circle. So it's not just like anyone can access the device's information. Uh, They actually have the power of saying, yes, maybe Mike can see all of the medications that mom has to take when she takes them, missed doses, but the daughter, she's maybe even more. So all the medications, she can open up the video on the device itself to get an inside view of the home if mom has missed. So we try to make it as personal as possible, not only for the end user, but for the caregivers as well. Can you walk me through what a typical interaction between our loved ones who are taking the medication and Priya. Yeah, for sure. So uh, let me walk you through what a typical Monday morning might look like. So Sunday evening, the end user and the caregiver, uh, most likely, you know, from a research perspective, Sundays seem to be the most popular day to really set mom up and set the stage for her medications for the following week. Typically, it's that Sunday through Monday pill container. But what we've done is we've created Priya to store and dispense 28 doses. So if mom takes medications twice a day, uh, she'll store medications for two weeks. And so after that is full, you know, mom might wake up on Monday morning and let's just assume that her dose is scheduled for 8 a.m. At that period of time, the device itself will actually wake up knowing that it's 8 o'clock and knows that the exact medications that mom told the device that 
she should be taking. So it might say, okay, mom, it's 8 a.m. It's time to take a multivitamin and your albuterol. It's actually proactively looking for mom. So mom doesn't have to say, okay, Priya, give me my meds. The device itself will actually use its facial recognition technology to sort of look for mom, you know, per se, inside of, say, the kitchen. And then once it recognizes mom, it says, good morning, mom, it's 8 a.m., time to take this dose. Do you want to dispense it now? And all mom has to say is yes or no. And if she says no, she can decide to take them later. And then that information is all recorded, not only for mom, but for the caregivers as well. So once the medication, once we either recognize mom, either by facial recognition or the other way is pin code verification, mom's actually able to just use a four-digit number if she does not want to use the facial recognition. The medications are dispensed. And then you actually can know if the medications were picked up off of the base of the unit as well as put back. Uh, one thing we don't do is we don't video mom or dad taking their medications. We verify that the person was in front of the device. We actually know when the medications were dispensed, uh, which is multiple steps further than, than some of the other medication adherence platforms on the market. Uh, so it, that's really how we change you know, the transparency between the proactiveness of the device to the end user as well as the connection and getting the right information to the caregiving network as well. How did this come about that a company like Stanley is so interested in supporting family caregivers in such an important way? Yeah, it's a great question. So about two years ago, Stanley Healthcare wanted to really get into that home market. And as you can see, there's a number of technologies, number of players in the space, uh, both big and small. And, and what Stanley Black & Decker wanted to do is is find a a partner in this space to not only learn from, but also accelerate, iterate, move fast. And, and Pillow Health is actually the startup that we both commercialized with, uh, but as well as financially uh, invested in from our Stanley Ventures team as well. And this all came from research and caregiver research and understanding that medication was a very big deal and one of the major drivers to inhibit someone from living on their own. Um, and having to move to the next step. So one thing that we focused in on is, all right, well, medication's okay, but I think the transparency and the communication's a big piece too, which is exactly why we've taken it a step further with the voice assistant, with video calling. And then one third feature that I didn't touch on is check-ins. And no longer is it you calling from work and saying, hey, dad, you know, we're at the doctor's on Monday, and you said you have to drink more water. Have you done it? He, hang, he picks up the phone, says yes, and, and might hang up. Instead, Priya wakes up proactively at the scheduled time that the caregivers decided and says, and now Priya wakes up and says, hey, have you drank at least two glasses of water today? And then looks for that response. So we're trying to break some of the barriers inside of that caregiving space, but also not to be too intrusive. Our, our device is not intended to replace a caregiver. It's more just a tool to enable them to do more when they physically aren't there or, or can't. How does Priya work in conjunction with its mobile application? I think that's really important for a caregiver who's not living with their loved one or, or there when they're taking the medications. Great question. The mobile application is really the heart of a lot of the device um, and the functionality to it. One thing 
you know, we've really focused on is making sure that the user experience is good on both sides. So we created one mobile app. So when you're in the app store, it's just Priya by Black & Decker. But when you log in, you have separate credentials for a caregiver versus an end user. So the end user really cares about their medications, what time it's supposed to be taken, and what their day looks like. But the caregivers want to know things like, is mom's device plugged in? Has she missed her medications? And can I send her, you know, a check-in question such as, has anyone visited you today? They differ between who should see what, and that's what we've done is we've tried to provide the, the device, you know, specific to the end user as the caregiver app is specific to them. So the right information at the right time is really what we're getting at. Requests from our customers will will be just that is, hey, can I see this or why can't I see that? Which makes our product really valuable from the application side of things because we have the benefit of being able to push those monthly updates uh, so that our product is always evolving for the needs of the people where, you know, that are caring for someone else. Tell me about the features. I mean, how many doses does it hold? Um, does it have natural language recognition ability? And you mentioned updates. How how often does it update? I'll start with the update piece. So the device itself, very little information is actually stored on the body of the device. Priya acts on the information that it's received, and that information is being received from the mobile app. So that's where you're putting in your medication regimen. Typically, you might see sticky notes or a notepad sitting next to the refrigerator that says, okay, mom, here are your meds, here's your schedule, and then the pillbox is next to it. What we've done is basically taken that regimen and put it onto the application. So we use a third-party medication database. So as you start typing in, say, ibuprofen, for instance, IBU, it's going to pull up a number of different ibuprofen sources. And now you choose that medication, you tell Priya how many you're going to take and how often. So after you add all your medications, the time and the quantity that you have to, then the device actually does the math and says, okay, you told me that you take these medications twice a day and I'm going to store them for two weeks. So we store 28 doses. And a dose is a period of time, just like it would be with your Monday through Sunday bill container. What we've done is, you know, also changed the way that it's stored. The wheel in the back of the device can be filled, you know, with some automation. So when mom or, or the caregiver goes to assist mom with filling the meds, just say, okay, preload my meds. Now, the device will actually open up the slot in which that specific dose will go in. So it will show on the screen, please put two ibuprofen in the device now. So we do the math for you so that you don't have to. Uh, so it really limits the, the issues you might have with scheduling, as long as the schedule in the app is up to date. Not only scheduling, but it seems like it has a big effect on reducing medication non-adherence because that accounts for up to 50% of treatment failures, uh, like around 125,000 deaths a year, and up to... 25% of hospitalizations each year in the United States alone. So I can see how this can be so much better than just having a slew of pill bottles, a calendar on your dining room table. That's right, because we can actually tell you the exact time and day 
that those medications were taken. So if they were even taken late or early, we're going to know that much sooner than the following Sunday that you might be going over to visit mom and wondering why there's so many pills missing. Now, we don't lock the device from the back, but what we do tell you is if that device was opened, the caregiver can get a notification as well as if the device loses connectivity or it gets unplugged. So we're feeding you that information uh, so that, you know, to your point, you know, it's it's that non-adherence piece that we want to make sure that we know as soon as possible when that dose is missed, which is a great question. So after an hour, so if mom was scheduled to take medications at 8 a.m., at 9.01, if the medication was missed, that caregiver will actually get a notification. I see Priya as being a personalized robot, if that's even the word to use. Are there any others that address this particular medication compliance? Yeah, it's interesting that you call it a robot. Uh, we've been We've been playing with what what is Priya? Because in the beginning, you know, we said, is it a his or a her? And kind of left it up to the end users to decide. And naturally, it gravitated towards a her. Um, and Priya, actually, it's a name that, that we sort of came up with internally here at, at Stanley Healthcare because it it stemmed from impropria persona. And from a legal terminology, it means standing up for oneself. Um, so it sort of has a uh, a little hidden message inside of the name as well as it rolls off the tongue. But we did name the robot um, that you would call it, and, and again, to give it that persona. And there are other medication devices out there. There are other robotic styles uh, that might not incorporate medications. And then there's other, what I would just consider more an appliance that strictly dispenses that medication. What we intended to do is really design it for the best of both worlds. We want to be able to store and dispense medications, uh, but also give it that that friendly personality that someone wants to go up to it uh, and maybe show their friends and family, hey, I can video call my kids with this or my grandkids versus just this is my appliance that gives me my medication. Uh, it sort of changes the dynamic that we don't really care how old you are that to use this. Uh, we just want to, you know, help you with whatever that task is. And in, in this case, it's really medication compliance tied with communication. How do the expenses of PREA compare to the annual costs we caregivers typically incur? One of the big things we focus on is not just the individual dollars that might be coming out of pocket to pay for gas or different means of caregiving, but it's also the time out of work that's missed. You know, there's a lot of unknowns around hospitalization if you over-medicate or under-medicate. So there's all these different factors that go into this that it becomes not only a cost issue, but a big stressor for the family. Information that's coming to you sooner rather than later is a big jump from what you're used to. We encourage that visibility, but not be too intrusive with mom and dad and really change that, that Sunday night conversation. That now it's cool to load Priya up it's not a nuisance, uh, so we want to have allow more time for those users to have thoughtful conversations in one-on-ones versus arguing about why are there so many medications left over from that pillbox last week. Statistics are showing that we are relieving a lot of those stressors and being able to, to get ahead of some of the potential issues. What is the cost of PREA? PREA will be $699, and right now we have a special promotion out there that we actually waive the reoccurring revenue 
um, which is essentially that monthly subscription plan, which goes back, which will be $10 per month. And that goes back to that update. So Priya itself will have updates almost weekly on the natural language processing. So when you ask Priya a question, uh, the answer you get today might be different tomorrow based upon a lot of the information that we're able to continue to evolve Priya with, but then the device itself as well. So part of this monthly subscription is unlimited caregivers, unlimited video calling, unlimited everything. But what we need to do on our end is continue to support the product. So the device itself will actually update once a month. That will happen automatically, so the end user does not have to go in and update it like they may have to with a tablet or a phone. Uh, that will happen overnight, and that's what we continue to do is continue to evolve with our customer base. So Priya's always learning. That's exactly right. What do you think the one most important piece of advice that you'd like to share with family caregivers would be? Ask for help. And if it's not help from a significant other, go out and and go on to something like the caregiver media group because what we need is really that openness of it's all right if you can't do it all by yourself. 